All right, it's Jay. I'm back again for another one. And tonight I have with me... It's Drew. How you doing today, man? What's up, man? People gonna start to think I'm just, uh, like, this is just a show we do. Like, it's just <laughs> us. With the amount of shows that we put out off of one episode, what was intended to be one episode, we put out a plethora, like a variety. And now we're back at it again. So to all my podcast partners and other people who I, I do shows with, I'm not cheating on you with Jay. Uh, I promise. I'm just... I, I am. I am. I'm not going to lie. This is something. We don't know what it is yet, but something's happening here. Yeah, we have such great conversations, and they range from one thing to another. We're both pretty well versed, and, and I think we both just like to talk to each other. So I, I think yeah. that goes a long way. And um, it's always fun working on on shows that I do with you. You know, you definitely yeah. add to the show, and I really appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I definitely like being here. So what are we talking about today, man? Man, we're going to touch on this Blade situation. Um, even from the beginning, I, I was thinking like, you know, I thought it would be hard for the next person who is going to try to touch that IP because they would have such big uh, shoes to fill. And that's before it was any announcements of who and all that kind of stuff. But just the fact that one day they're going to have to go back and touch this IP. And what was the person who have to mess with it? Short of Wesley Snipes getting back in there and, um, you know, kind of right in the wrong of what was considered, you know, one of the worst Blade movies, which was Blade 3, which was a, a hot mess and a story within itself. But since then, you know, Academy Award winner, I guess two-time award winner, Mahershala Ali, uh, he did a cool thing where he kind of had his credit and he tapped the shoulders of the powers that be and was like, hey, I would like to play this role. I'd like to be the next Blade. Yeah. And of course, because they have, you know, their right mind, they said, yeah, we accept. And they... Uh, probably went out of order of how they normally do things but you know who's who's to say how things are going to happen in hollywood sometimes you know closed mouths don't get fed and things just kind of happen um things that's been planned for a long time never see the light of day and some stuff that was just a casual conversation becomes reality so that's just kind of how stuff kind of goes yeah i was surprised for years there were talks and there have been other people who've stepped into the space of saying that they wanted to do it. And I think it was, you, you're right, it was perfect timing. Because Mahershala was coming off of getting a bunch of awards. Um, like for the Green Book. Where he's traveling with the dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not my favorite movie. But not, and I don't think it's anybody's favorite movie where where it's the, yeah, where it's the weird white savior kind of movie where- The powers that be ate it up. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And it's such a, and I know we always get sidetracked, but you know, the, the, the messed up thing is what the Green Book was to give such, like that could have been such a great movie celebrating a storyline of someone traveling, a family traveling. It could have been a positive black movie yeah. about traveling uh, and without the trauma. Like you could maybe put a twinge of, you know, this is why we have to use the Green Book you know what I'm saying? But like, it could have been a real good, funny uh, comedy. It could have been anything, but we we wasted the title um, because this was a publication for people who don't know. This was a publication that came out with a list of safe places for uh, black people to travel right. where you can stay, uh, you know, like the because there were and still are a ton of sundown towns where if you're black and you get caught in it, uh, you're not you're not leaving that town you're either going to be incarcerated or beat or killed. And so we needed safe travel. And so uh, it was like a, yep. you know, I was about to say yellow pages. 
no one has a frame of reference for that <laughs> nowadays. So it's yeah. like Google, it was like Google yeah. for black people. <laughs> and, and yeah, but yeah, Mahershala, one of the best actors in the game right now. Yeah. He has a dimension that he covers in a space of emotion where I would have to say he's he's there. He's He reminds me of a zone that Denzel was in at one point mm. where you just like, you know, it's Denzel. Right. But you enjoy it anyway. Like, right. I know it's Mahershala in every every movie I watch. I'm like, it's him. Right. But I enjoy it still. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, he's that good. You get lost in their um, characters and stuff, which is, it's a rare thing when you see it done that well. And he's definitely got that, got that thing. So when you heard that, uh, that he was announced, you know, they announced it in uh, the Comic-Con, I believe. They have like, you know, I guess in Hall H, they had Marvel and they make the announcements and stuff. And it was announced in uh, 2019. That's when he went in there in the room and he put the cap on that says Blade. And that's how they kind of ended the evening with, that reveal of him walking up and being announced as the new Blade. You know, I'll put it to you like this. It's like, when it comes to our our characters, because Blade is a weird character in the sense that, yes, Blade gets recognition for being the stepping stone for Marvel to say, oh, we can create an MCU because this can make money. But also Blade, how I witnessed Blade, it had nothing to do with Marvel. It had right. nothing to do with comic books. Wesley Snipes was the man at the time. Yeah. And this was almost the tail end of Wesley being the man. Because Wesley was Wesley like early 90s. He was just, that was, he was the man, man. Mm -hmm. But when he did Blade, the Blade movies, it was like, so for anyone else to be announced as Blade, it was going to be a little bit awkward. Yeah. Um, I can't think of, there was a few people that, I remember names being tossed around about who could be, you know, something else. But sometimes when it comes to who, there's a handful of things that came out when we were younger that they're going to be sacred to us, man. Like, you know, Jamie Foxx, I told you about this the time I had this conversation with uh, the creator of Spawn. Mm -hmm. And he was saying like, yeah, man, I'm talking to Jamie Foxx about recreating, about bringing it back out. In my mind, I'm like, it does not work for me, you yeah. know, because I still want him wanted to be uh, what's his name, Michael Jawai, you know, yeah, yeah. like some characters are just stuck in our so Mahershala. If anybody can pull it off, he's young enough still. He has, I think, he can bring a deeper vampire side to it mm -hmm. and make it more about being a vampire flick than even Wesley could. Wesley mm. was great off of Wesley's star power. Right. But when it comes to what MCU is trying to do a little bit more of, trying to create more dialogue and trying to have more thought provoking and less action, I think Mahershala could be it, but it's still my reaction was like, it ain't my, my initial reaction was like, nah, it ain't gonna work. Cause it ain't Wesley. It'll work if you put Wesley in it. Right. Wesley's son and he's handing it down or something or like something. that. Yeah, but it does not work in any way, shape, form, or fashion as... That's what I thought. That was my initial thought. What was yours? <laughs> I was like, how is this possibly going to happen? Especially when pretty much Blade for the most part for the viewing public was a blank slate and Wesley imprinted himself 
swag, his attitude, you know, mannerisms and all that kind of stuff, his martial arts and all that kind of stuff, just the whole thing. It was just so Wesley. It's almost like, you know, Wesley just, only thing different he did is put fangs in. It seemed like he would almost dress like that and act like that anyway, because he didn't play. He's a martial artist and he respects the Asian culture and stuff like that. So he has a whole bunch of stuff that really he lent to that movie. Because I think that, you know, as far as like the director, that was like his first like major film and stuff. And I think the writers wasn't like well-known writers and stuff. So I think a lot of that stuff, like black folks usually do with these kind of movies, like bad boys and different things like that, when they don't quite write for us or they plan for somebody else to be in it or something like that. And then the person, the talent goes in there and just kind of riff off of stuff and just kind of get free reign to do what they want to. And then it gives that movie and those characters this life that wasn't normally there. And then when they get a bigger budget and they make the second one, they get these quote unquote great writers and all this other kind of stuff. And then the life is kind of gone for those characters. I noticed that in Bad Boys 2 compared to Bad Boys 1. I noticed that in Blade 2 versus Blade 1. Even though Blade 2 had more action, it was more free to do what it wanted because everything was established in the first one. So it had a different kind of breath to it. But um, that was more Wesley than it was Blade. And if they would have tried to do Blade like Blade was in the comics I don't think he would have done as well I, I think he I think Wesley really imprinted on that character so my first thought was like okay this guy that deserves to have these cool leading roles and these kind of gigs this is great for him like I'm happy for him he's been in in the game for a long time he's done so many different movies and he paid his dues so does he deserve to have be able to tap somebody on the shoulder and pull the card and be like hey I want to be this character yes he should be he should have a big franchise and stuff like that but blade <laughs> yeah like like that's a whole other thing man that, that, that. blade is someone else's thing yeah like i wouldn't want to mess with that some of those characters and some of those roles that people play those are mic drops it's just done you know yeah. like like well, like black panther exactly i was about to say we're going through which, that right now <laughs> which we're we're excited <laughs> for and that's coming up but you know speaking of wesley snipes it's well known that wesley wanted to Chaka, like yeah. he wanted to bring the Black Panther franchise there, and I and I was listening to an old interview where he was saying, you know, and so at this point, Marvel isn't this connected thing. Mm -mm. So in his mind, he's like, I do this Blade thing, and I can bring Black Panther to the screen, and then Blade became a thing where it's like, yeah, you 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 could never be Black Panther. So when the Black Panther thing, multiple people have pitched Black Panther over the years. Right. And once Black Panther finally hit, uh, hit you know, with the home, um, with a decent script and, and a decent, you know, group behind it, and they knew it was going to happen, Wesley wanted back in again. And they were like, you're Blade now. So I think that's probably one of the more crazy things to think about is that like, what does it feel like for him to be kind of like, oh, you can't be in the MCU, you can't be in these different places, yeah. in this genre that we that you're a part, that you built, and we're going to go ahead and take your role and reimagine it around something, someone else. And I wonder, because I heard Mahershala say that like his big thing was when he was out promoting you know, he he had his own movie on the Apple TV just recently. Uh, yeah. 
So when he was promoting Swan Song was around the time of the announcement. And so people were asking him about about owning up to and living up to the Blade thing. He says, only thing I can hope to do is earn uh, Wesley's respect and earn, you know, so he was going into this saying, I want to only work on something that's going to do Wesley proud. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how much that played a role in what we're what we're building up to our conversation with now like how much of because they were giving Mahershala apparently they've given him a lot of say in the making of this new movie yeah and well even the way the whole thing even kind of came up is almost kind of um I think it's a situation where he's more driving the situation I, I, okay I'll say he's in the front seat so he's not driving but he is you know, he has say on the direction of things. I think he has more so than somebody else would. I think he has more say than say uh, Robert Downey Jr. would have had going into Iron Man. Iron Man was a suit that he had to get into. It's like this is how it's gonna be. Just don't don't make our insurance go up. If we could go have you in this movie without an incident happening, then that's the first hurdle we're trying to go through. And then once he got comfortable and start stuff started working out for him, he started flexing. But before, I think everybody just kind of came in and it was just like the character is bigger than the actor. And so this is one of those times where the actor almost matches the character in different ways, but they're both on top. It isn't like you know, an unknown person you kind of know or you kind of like goes in with this character you already know and you really like. This is like a character we dig and a dude we dig. So this is the first time I ever saw it kind of even killed where, you know, because usually Marvel, they'll get the directors and writers that's not really known, you know, and then the IP blows them up or the actor that's we kind of seen around. But, you know, Chris Evans has been around forever. You know, I liked him in different movies he was in. He's very charismatic, kind of smart butt guy, kind of like Ryan Reynolds before Ryan Reynolds to me. He's yeah. more of that kind of likable guy that was kind of jokey in these situations and the girls would like him and the guys would want to be him kind of thing. And so that's how these actors have been normally with the Marvel stuff. It hasn't really been big actors that was just kind of like, you know, matching, um, like I said, characters big like that. It was always the characters that kind of made the, made the, uh, yeah. the actor. And like I said, this was different. And it even made me kind of wonder, like, up until that point, it seemed like everything is really tight with with Kevin Feige and Marvel and the way things were laid out and planned. You know, I wonder if it throws anything off because everything was such a tight schedule. And then you got like this big IP that you might not have been doing anything big with it. Because I remember Wesley was talking about trying to get it, you know, kind of bringing it back up. And there's people like doing little campaigns and saying stuff like, hey, we want Wesley back and all this other kind of stuff. And it was seeming like, well, maybe we could kind of push this over the line, almost like the stuff that happened with the release of Snyder Cut situation, where if enough people was talking, maybe the higher ups would be like, you know, let's just go for it. Like maybe give him a Blade 4 to finish out his series or redo the Blade 3 over again in a, you know, for better movie <laughs> we, fingers crossed Blade three slander is just it's deserved but anyway <laughs> and so even me i was kind of thinking like maybe this could really go you know because he was really kind of going back on there talking about he wouldn't be you know mad about revisiting the character and stuff like that so it's all this talking teases and stuff so i was thinking like are they really talking behind the scenes because sometimes the stuff you see promoted on stuff especially when it comes to actors and 
folks like that and directors and stuff, when they start kind of teasing, usually it's just a, they just testing the, the waters for something that they already kind of decided to do. And they just kind of testing it out. So I thought like an announcement would be that he's going to come back because Wesley still looks good. He still got it, you know? And so I was kind of thinking like, well, maybe they'll be able to do something with that or end it out nicely. And then I didn't hear anything. And then we started, and I heard later on about Mahershala and I was like, oh, okay. But like I said, my thing was like, I wonder what he's going to bring to it. Not him as an actor, because I know he's a great actor, but I'm talking about like what angle are they going to have with Blade that's not going to step on the toes of the previous versions. Not that it has to worry about that because this is a whole different thing. And I think also, I don't even know that if, the, if the new Blade movie is going to even be rated R, you know, that's in question well, too. Yeah. So when they came down to the details that we know from spots of different interviews and other things was that Feige was intending for this to be a PG-13 film. Right. So that was red flag number one that they said apparently the director had. And the second thing that which was a Mahershala issue and slash the original director where the rub was was they only had a 90 minute script. Which is ridiculous. Or 90 page script. 90 page which equals 90, 90 minutes. Page. Yeah. And yeah. so and then there's uh, which is very short uh, considering what you know this type of storyline with only two action sequences yep. so the concept of you trying to put together something like think about how blade just opens up with action <laughs> you know and so it's like that's not what mahershala signed up for he's looking to do wesley proud and they're looking to do moon knight you know they're looking to say okay how could we possibly make this Disney plus friendly. Mm -hmm. Like they're thinking about how do they package this all in? And I think if I had spec, you know, just my speculation, I think Mahershala as an artist, as uh, someone who's getting new into, you know, to, you know, putting his fingers in the water, his toe in the water when it comes to producing and directing and doing some things behind the scenes as well. Right. I think he's taking his brand more serious and I think he took on the project, not even thinking about the canon, like the comic book canon, but thinking about the movie trilogy that was before, which I think is the unique thing about Blade that nothing else within Marvel can really compare to everything else. Iron Man, Avengers, you got to go back to the comic book canon. That's what puts butts in the seats. Right. This is the first time that they would be trying to produce something and it's solely based off what was already done that already put butts in the seat. So now this is a whole different game. And I think when you have a serious actor who has a serious brand and has associated himself with it, I don't think he's going to back down. But I also think that he has enough uh, cachet. Like, I think he has enough to make Feige or someone take a step back and say, OK, we'll try it your way. Let's find a director which also means serious rewrites or if not just an all new script. Yeah, but like I said, this has been since 2019. So they, they've been had time to work on this script. But the thing is too, this wasn't the date that Feige had in mind for this situation. Like you said, I think that he thought it was going to be a children's party. Then he found out it was going to be an adult party at the last minute. It's like, well, you can't get away with just cookies and hot dogs and, you know, and chips. We need some actual food. And so they have to scramble and try to figure out what's going on. But like you said, they probably thinking more Moon Knight. 
like I said, I think the whole thing just got thrown off. Like I said, I like the idea that he had the power to do that and wanted to do that, but that wasn't even like a priority to Marvel like that. It was one of those things that, like I said, probably would have popped up on Disney Plus, like you said, and it just would have been a thing like the other TV show they had back in the day with uh, Sticky Fingers, the dude from uh, Onyx. He played Blade oh. in, the, in the TV series. Oh my God. <laughs> I what? forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I forgot all of like I do remember wow how long ago was that and that's at not at even... least 15 years if, if more than that probably it's, it's been know, a while thing is Disney plus is good to just add anything mm. and that's not on there like did that only make it to a pilot or something no it had a couple like two two seasons maybe more wow yeah man dude that's crazy like that's a rough watch for me because it wasn't wesley it was just like and i like the dude i like sticky figures i like him and he tried to have his own little thing to it but it was just like i said we'll see what they make of this but for it to go this long for them just now to you know they were supposed to start filming you know this movie in november and they're supposed to be pulling stuff together so for it to get this far and get to the line to start filming and then they you know switch out the director and talk about rewrites and all this other kind of stuff this is crazy well you know movies get made and get canned you know yeah. bad girl yeah bad girl just i mean completely made yeah. <laughs> it just complete i was listening to uh kenya burris talk to jamel hill earlier today and he was talking about the amount of like movies that made it to pre-production remakes and other things that he wanted to do so like he was talking about how surprised he was that coming to america too even even you know even came out yeah like the whole entire time he was like oh this is never gonna see the light of day it's never gonna see the light of day and then boom it came out and was like hmm. yeah it shouldn't have came out in the light of day <laughs> some people well you know that's how people are with you know when it comes to it's the same effect it's the same effect it's like I think there's going to be a group of people who won't want to support it and see it. But I do think what I don't want is this to be Morbius, right? Where it's way too much dialogue or way too much, uh, not even so much dialogue. The whole time you feel like, like I'm watching an Easter egg show. Like I'm watching this right. so that later on I can like come back to it as source material for something bigger that's going to happen in another universe or something. I felt like I was watching it for something else. Yeah, like homework. Yeah. Yeah, and when you tell me there's only two action scenes. Exactly. Like I don't need Blade to be the setup for Wolverine or the setup for, you know, uh Brother Voodoo or something like that. Like yeah, yeah. which he wouldn't be the setup for them, but still, you know, um and I feel like that when anytime you've got something where you're telling me Blade only has two, just give us action. Let us see what it is. But it is interesting because we do have to give it breathing room to be a new Blade because if it's action heavy, then we're going to accuse it of, you know, being too much like the original and not its own movie. Yeah, but you can't have like a supernatural superhero crime fighter that's not action it's almost like defeats the purpose it's like you know i don't want to see captain america doing taxes my question is how to get this far for it to get to the finish line almost or the starting point which is the finish line to start you know filming because it's supposed to film yeah. in november come out next year in november for it to get this far feige okaying it producers think it's all right the writer thinks it's all right the director thinks it's all right and then we get there 
get towards the end and then the actor has a problem with it. Like, how did it get that far for it just to end like this? I'm glad that they're regrouping, but it seemed like it passed a lot of hands to get to that point for it to have that many problems. Obvious problems, especially talking about rewriting. I think when it comes to Hollywood in general, I think a lot of things are announced as a way of saying like, hey, we've got a weak lineup. So here you go. Sort of like case in point. Hey, we got a really weak lineup. So at the very last minute this year, grab Hugh and, and, and let's announce Deadpool 3. Yeah. Of course, we're not going to even work on this for another two years. But still, this isn't going to probably come out till 2024, maybe. Or, you know, you know, uh, some sort of ridiculous. But it's sort of like, hey, if we, we're not doing the numbers and we're not doing as well as we thought we would do, Let's just th- toss something out there. And then sometimes you end up like we shouldn't know. And I think this is Marvel being a, a the uh, the issue that we also have with Marvel right now is when it comes to movie houses, they're a little bit, their fan base is a little bit too involved and we have a little bit too much information. Um, oh, yeah. And I think same, same issue with DC. We don't need to know these things. We don't need to know some of the stuff that we know. And whether a movie goes in a rewrite 50 different times, directors quit, whatever the holdup is for it, we shouldn't really be privileged to it. But that's part of them keeping the, the, you know, keeping us addicted and keeping us in. I'm excited to be able to have this dialogue we're having right now. Yeah. Because it is cool to have that like amongst, you know, from one fan to another. But do you really think that the common folk really care about this kind of stuff or really you know i don't don't think they really follow it i think i think it's just you know geek behavior stuff that you are fandom it's almost kind of like somebody who loves football and you know all the stats and stuff even have fancy leagues on characters that's not even really you know so the reason why i think they they kind of stir the pot with this kind of stuff and kind of like it even though we probably get on their nerves but the reason why they like it because we're the same ones that go see a movie 10 times in a theater back to back you know, and, and then buy the t-shirts and then buy the movie when it comes out digitally or, or on DVD or Blu-ray. And so it's almost like you, you want your, you know, your dope things to be addicted. <laughs> yeah. You know, so keep selling it. Yeah. Right. Because you feel, especially if you feel like, yo, I've been following this since, you know, they were writing it, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm in on this. And it's like, yeah, that's cool and all. But, you know, when it comes to something that, I'll put you like this, no matter what rewrites happen, recasting, no matter what happens with this, yeah, it's not going to be the original Blade. No, no way. And in all fairness, the original Blade was one of the first times that it was the, the original Black Panther effect to some extent. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, we're going like this segment of, of Black people are going because it's Wesley. And then there was a segment of geeks going because it's it, they understood, they knew it was this Marvel property. And that combination allowed it to do well. It still didn't do like great. It just did a lot better than anything Marvel had ever done. Right. I think it celebrated more in retrospect than it really honestly was yeah. uh, at the time. It was a whole lot better, but... Uh, it was surprisingly good, but it just, it's still at the end of the day, it was like, I think I own, I think I still have the Blade. You know how you got DVDs, but they're mm-hmm. not around anymore. I don't know where yeah. they are, but 
like I remember my mom buying me the Blade trilogy like on DVD like gave me the second she was one of the last holdouts on Columbia House like she was still getting... <laughs> she actually paid for Columbia House like she wow. it was crazy but she was like yeah you know she ordered me the Blade trilogy and I remember she gave me that with a with the Afro Samurai okay. uh, uh, box set uh, okay. for that one you know that season they did mm -hmm. and I remember thinking Blade 2 is great like just thinking like this is the best Blade to me Blade 1 was just like yeah I fell asleep once or twice but it was still really <laughs> great I'm with you Blade 3 we're talking Blade right now right, right. and I'm embarrassed to tell you this I, did, I never finished Blade 3 <laughs> Okay, I'm about to say you. I thought you were gonna say you liked it. I'm more. I'll be more insulted by you saying you liked it than you saying you're not oh, finishing it. I, I, <laughs> I can understand you're not finishing it. That that I, I can understand. Finished it. We're sitting there talking about it, and <laughs> I cannot front my friend. I did not finish Blade Three, not because it was horrible, probably because it was horrible, but not in an intentional. Like I wasn't sitting there angry. Like yeah. this is horrible. I think I fell asleep hard. <laughs> never. In years of owning this, <laughs> never was like, let me pop Blade 3 back in. And of course, right. Not once. Yeah. Not one time. Yeah. It's, it's, that thing was breaking my heart. I was sitting there watching it. And I was in denial. Like, this is this is not happening, right? You know, I'm like thinking like, huh, that's, a, that's, a, that, that's not funny. And why are they introducing these new kids in here? Is this supposed to be Blade, Blade like a visitor? What, what's, what's going on? What's with the dialogue? What's with the... Dracula the gold chain and it was just it was crazy it was it was crazy I, I yeah it was a hot mess hey we're going to stop this conversation here but we're going to hit you back with another one soon Thanks for listening, and please like and subscribe. Be sure to check out past and future episodes of this show, along with my other shows entitled The Movie Bench Quarterbacking Podcast and The J and Podcast, available now on all streaming platforms. Until next time, peace. Mm -hmm.